Unique yet common sense opinions on sports. This is Jeff Allen Sports Talk. And welcome once again to the proceedings. Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your podcast listening device of choice on the podcast platform of your choice. Back after a week off. Enjoyed the 4th of July break and thereafter. Been busy on the AAC report over on the Nightline Sports Network doing some things over there. And we are back on Jeff Allen Sports Talk for this week. And let's get to it, shall we? So now that we've gone through the 4th of July break, the All-Star break, baseball now getting down to the nitty-gritty as we cruise through mid-July, looking at where things stand currently as far as the playoff chase is concerned, because now it's when the rubber meets the road. The leaders in the divisions in the American League, the Yankees up by eight on Tampa Bay. Minnesota with a four-game lead over Cleveland as the Indians have gotten hot as of late. Minnesota had a much bigger lead uh, heading into the month of July, but that has been trimmed down. And Houston with a five-and-a-half game lead over the red-hot Oakland A's. As far as the division leaders are concerned, in the wild card for the AL Cleveland and Oakland holding down those spots for the moment. Tampa Bay just a single .001 percentage point behind Oakland for that second wild card slot. Boston two games back. Texas four and a half. The LA Angels at five and a half back as the remaining contenders. White Sox 11 back. That's probably going to be too big a haul. And they've lost seven in a row and nine of the last ten. So they have been... uh, Uh, circling the drain there. As far as the National League goes, the Atlanta Braves holding down the fort. Five-and-a-half game lead over the Washington Nationals. They are in the midst of a critical four-game series this weekend. Washington blew out the Braves last night to uh, take a game off the lead. Braves have lost three in a row, and uh, this weekend will uh, could be a, a, a swing point. If the Nationals can continue to gain ground, if the series splits, then Atlanta comes out a winner there, having not given any ground away. Philadelphia, seven and a half back, but uh, they have been uh, not playing as well of late. Chicago owns the Central at the moment, two and a half up on Milwaukee, three up on St. Louis. Pittsburgh was close going into the All-Star break, but they have struggled afterwards. And have fallen to seven back Cincinnati, eight and a half back as the close, the most closely contended division goes. And the Dodgers, a stealth 14 game lead over Arizona, 15 over San Francisco, who, you know, boy, they are doing much better than anticipated as they've won six in a row, uh, nine and one in their last 10 as they've been playing some great baseball as, uh, as the Giants, many thought would finish last in the division are holding down the third spot. The NL wild card, uh, certainly much tighter race as that goes, as because we mentioned San Francisco has moved in to a position to uh, take aim at that. Washington and Milwaukee would currently have the slots. St. Louis and Philadelphia both a half game back. Arizona game and a half back. San Francisco said two and a half back. Colorado four back. San Diego and Pittsburgh four and a half back. Mets are 
still alive. Six back, Cincinnati six back, Miami the only team really out of it, 13 games back of the wild card. But that is a very interesting scenario that uh, there's a lot of teams that can still hold on to hope, and that will be interesting because the trade deadline comes up at the end of the month, and who's going to be buyers and sellers? There's going to probably be more sellers in the American than the National League, one would think, by the current positioning of teams that have a shot at the wild card, but you never know. I mean, San Francisco was a team thought that the they would be you know, peddling off their bullpen and 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 Madison Bumgarner, but do they hold hold they're in their pattern and keep trying to uh, nail down a wild card slot? All sorts of interesting things. There will only be one trade deadline this year. The waiver deadline of August now has been eliminated, so one and only true trade deadline for teams to try to add that missing piece whether it's to try to make the playoffs or to improve their team for the month of October in the playoffs if they are if they have strongholds on their division leads and and more than likely to make the make the playoffs you know teams lots of teams looking for bullpen help we do know that uh, so the hot stove will be boiling over the next uh, couple of weeks as the trade deadline approaches towards month's end one other note from baseball I, I've been meaning to get to, and, and, and one that uh, you know you probably have gathered listening to the podcast, that I am a bit of a uniform geek. I like uniforms and styles and how they look and, and whatnot. And one of the things I think baseball has finally gotten right is uh, they've now scaled back on the holiday uniforms, where you know for. Uh, Mother's Day, they'd wear you know pink uniform, well you know with uniforms with pink uh, logos and striping and piping, and the light blue for Father's Day, uh, the camo for Memorial Day, and 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 the Fourth of July, whatnot. I like the fact they've scaled that back, and it's really kind of restricted to the to the headgear now. Uh, you know, one of the things I didn't like about them doing those all those uniforms was that, you know, teams kind of, you know, to me, I think the team should look like what they normally look like on the field. And while the logos didn't change, everybody had the same template of uniform, you know, the logo on the front, the number on the back, it was just kind of plain and, you know, it kind of took away from, from what baseball uniforms should be and, and the look that they should have. So, um, you know, the hats, you know, I, I can live with that. And I honestly have to say the 4th of July hats I thought were awesome. I, in fact, bought one of the Braves one because I love the lowercase a logo. And that really, that logo looked really sharp with the red, white, and blue stars and stripes flag inside of it. So I do like that. Obviously, those work well for teams that have red and blue in their color scheme doesn't look good for a team like Oakland that's green and gold, but you know it's a Fourth of July weekend. You can kind of you can kind of live with that. Um, since now the uniforms aren't so quote unquote holiday generic, I do like the move that baseball has made there. So as we delve into this week's podcast, I kind of wanted to touch on something that uh, got me thinking on Twitter a little bit: podcast styles and. 
I obviously do a podcast, but I'm also a, a big consumer of podcasts. I listen to a lot of them, and a lot of them have different styles. And I think it was on um, Stephen Cameron's uh, uh, Twitter feed, uh, the for uh, at Close Up Magic at the Close Up Magic. Uh, somebody had complained about you know the fact that he intersperses music throughout his podcast, and it's not always continuous, and and you know and it's a it's 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 a it's it's very modern and whatnot, and you know I kind of you know thought you know why are we complaining about things like that? Um, you know the kind if the goal of a of a podcast is to put out good content that people will enjoy. Maybe learn something, get something out of it, but it's to be entertained, and not everybody's going to do it the same way. If we did them all the same, it would be radio, (laughs) and there's a reason why radio is struggling and why podcasts are growing, and that ocean is getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and there's more and more to choose from. It's... uh, it uh, makes it challenging for, for those of us who do a podcast because there's a lot of audience and there's also a lot of content and a lot of great content that a lot of great people are doing. Some in the radio business, some out of the radio business. And and that's okay. You know, I think that, uh, you know, I, I'm glad, you know, I wouldn't do my podcast the way Stephen does his or I wouldn't do it the same way that, you know, Tony Kornheiser does his, but they all have their purpose and they all have their entertainment value and they all have their great content. And one of the things I love about the podcast venue, besides the fact there is so much variety to choose from, is there's so much, you're, you're not constricted. You know, when you have a guest on, you can let the guest talk. You don't have to interrupt them like you do on a radio broadcast because you have to hit a hard break at 20 minutes after the hour. And it, and to me, those uh, interviews get short shrift and, and not as good. And the fact in the podcast venue, you know, you're not restricted to the clock. You can do your podcast in 10 minutes. We're at 10 minutes and 38 seconds now. I've got a few more minutes to go on this one. Or they can be 40, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, whatever you like. And you don't have to do it the same length every time. You know, I certainly have mixed mine up. I've done some 45-minute ones. I've done some 25, 30-minute ones. I've done some 10-minute or less podcasts, the snack size version. And uh, I like the fact letting guests talk. You don't have to interrupt them. And, you know, maybe it leads to a little bit more rambling. But I would rather have a guest ramble because if you interrupt them, you might cut them off before they drop a great nugget of something fun or informative. So I do like this medium so much. And I know people have a lot of, you know, tastes and and whatnot. If you don't like the style of somebody's podcast, you don't have to listen to it. But I would, but I would urge you that you know don't get too focused on the aesthetics and the production. You know, you know, I certainly lo- like having good production value, and I hope I bring that uh, to the table. Uh, but don't get bent out of shape over little things. 
it you know search and think about the content that's being put out there and to me if you're being informed and entertained that is the bottom line so therefore i conclude i don't know if that's necessarily a rant but uh public service on podcasting whatever you want to call it um i just thought that was interesting it was kind of thought provoking on twitter and and thought that would be uh, uh, kind of an interesting to, thing to talk about. And I'd like to hear what you enjoy about podcasts, whether it be mine or any of the ones you listen to out there. Um, you know, some, you know, recommend some. Yeah, I'll be happy to post those on my Twitter or put them out on my podcast uh, and share good content. I think, you know, we've had a lot of guests who who do their, their own podcast and, and, you know, share share each other's time and help promote each other and things like that. So Jeff Allen sports talk at gmail.com is my email address. If you'd like to forward some of those to me, I'd certainly would like to uh, hear about what you guys like to listen to uh, in other podcasts and, and what you like about them and, and things like that. The open championship in progress as we record this podcast on a Stormy Friday evening in Central Florida, 20 minutes past 7 o'clock in the evening. Shane Lowry, J.B. Holmes atop the leaderboard after the second round. Lee Westwood, Tommy Fleetwood, one stroke back. Justin Harding, Cameron Smith, Justin Rose, all one stroke back. Jordan Spieth is is at five under, three shots back. Brooks Kepka is also in that pack at five under. Look out for Brooks. <laughs> He might have a he might have a have a weekend uh, sprint in him to uh, take out another major, so he's definitely uh, worth keeping an eye on. Uh, should be interesting viewing over the weekend. I love the Open because you get morning golf. You know, so wasn't that fun when the Masters rolled up their Sunday coverage because of the weather early and you, and, and and you had morning golf. That that you know, not to, not to take anything away from early coverage on Golf Channel or anything like that, um, but it's nice to have meaningful final round golf taking place in the morning hours. That's kind of fun. So, I always look forward to the Open Championship. I also like listening to the BBC versions or the Sky Sports versions. I don't, I don't you know, I I don't remember now who does the the England English version of the Open, but certainly. Like listening to that as well. Love the uh, the flair and the culture. It, you know, it's like I like that aspect. It kind of makes you feel like you're like you're over there a little bit. So that should be kind of uh, kind of neat and, and fun, and uh, hopefully to enjoy some great golf over the weekend. As always, we do hope you subscribe to the podcast. You are if you're not already. If you're just catching us for the first uh, go round out of the shoot. You can catch us on just about any podcast platform. We are on Stitcher. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. Tune in. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. There's no reason not to subscribe. And we certainly hope you uh, join us each and every week as uh, we continue to delve through the world of sports. Uh, May have another week here and there that I take off during the summer months before we get uh, full down to the nitty gritty of the football season. You know, football will be will be king. 
once again, as it usually is, it'll drive a lot of the content, both college and pro. We will not ignore other things going on in sports. But, you know, football will take the, the center of the stage more often than not. And uh, we are looking forward to that taking place. And uh, in the meantime, enjoy uh, great baseball going on. As uh, we as we mentioned at the top, it's uh, getting down to business. The teams that will make their way to playoff baseball, this is the time when they have to uh, get that pedal to the ground and get the march moving. And with that, we are done here. Thanks for listening to Jeff Allen Sports Talk. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff Allen underscore 88, on Facebook at Jeff Allen 88, and the website JeffAllenSportsTalk.com. And you can reach out to the show anytime by email, JeffAllenSportsTalk at gmail.com. Jeff Allen Sports Talk is brought to you exclusively by Kramer's Salve for Dogs. Kramer's Salve is a safe and natural approach to help your best friend live an itch-free life. It's made from the finest ingredients, so it stops itching, heals hot spots, and painful inflamed skin. Kramer's Salve contains a proprietary blend of neem, an ingredient known for its healing properties. A 4-ounce 6-month supply, including shipping, is just $30, and the 2-ounce 3-month supply, including shipping, is only $20. Help your dog end the itch and hot spot cycle. Order today at kramersalve.net. That's K-R-A-M-E-R-S-A-L-V-E. LVE.net.